Come on back. Using the phone to tell a couple of jokes, eh? What? Just stand there, young fella. Take care of you. Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew, and this is episode 149. We're talking, um, we're ranking the Are You Afraid of the Dark seasons and talking about our favorites and least favorites of each season. Yeah, having just uh, dissected seasons 6 and 7 yeah. carefully, I feel we're masters of yeah. Are You Afraid of the Dark now. It feels good to complete the series. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, uh, just a definitive ranking of the episodes, nothing much more complicated than, or not episodes, I'm sorry, uh, seasons, nothing much more definitive than that. We'll talk about our favorites, least favorites, um, and I did, I made a separate note of, I think, some of the better storytellers per season, and some of the, uh, not so hot, I'll I'll run those by you. (laughs) Um, we'll remind you of the episodes per season, we're just gonna go in the order of the seasons, so we'll start with season one, work our way to season seven. And we'll just share where that kind of fell on our ranking number one to number seven. Uh, and you guys can kind of see whether you uh, whether you agree with us. Um, so shall we just jump right into season one? Let's do it. Uh, season one, uh, for those who need reminded, aired uh, from 1991 to 1992. This is Phantom Cab, Lonely Ghost, Laughing in the Dark, Twisted Claw, Super Specs, Captured Souls, Hungry Hounds, Nightly Neighbors, Sorcerer's Apprentice, Prom Queen, Jake and the Leprechaun, Dark Music, and Pinball Wizard. Where did you yeah. rank season one? Um, starting off strong, I ranked season one number one. Ah, um, <laughs> I just think it had like the most super recognizable. Like this is a great episode. Um, just barely. I mean, yeah. it was it was close, but uh, I mean. If it, I kind of... Um, yeah, how did you break these down? I cut them up between best episodes, yeah. worst, and then Middling. in between yeah. is okay. I left alone. Um, but this one, I had three that I thought were, like, Classics. toward the bottom. Oh. And the rest, I thought, were, like, uh, among the best episodes. Wow. Um, okay. Except for... Uh, I had one middle, Captured Souls. Oh, okay. Um, well, I ranked this number two. Um, I used a just kind of a strict format of um, I would watch it without second thought or mm. not, and then I just out of thir- uh, we should say thirteen episodes per season. Yeah. Um. So I, I'd say out of the thirteen episodes this season, there were seven that I would immediately like. Yep, I'd rewatch it. Um. Oh, I had nine. Oh, okay. So yeah. we're close. Um. <laughs> what what uh, what are the three out of interest that uh, you would? N- say like our below the lowest uh hungry hound sorcerer's apprentice and jake and the leprechaun Mm -hmm. there's a lot of jake and the leprechaun stands out there (laughs) if you know this (laughs) um sorcerer's apprentice is kind of that's a very um it feels like it should be great yeah it's just not agreed it's uh (laughs) there's just not that much going on i mean i like things about it yeah uh the sorcerer looks cool he looks cool it plays with that premise that I think a lot of people like, which is the school basement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the school setting. Yeah, uh, my yeah my weak link for season one was Hungry Hounds, uh, pretty definitively. Yeah, me too. Um, and that, and we've it, talked about that kind of. Yeah, um, and even that episode is it's not good, um, but it's got a atmosphere to it. Yeah. That feels kind of... And after watching season six and seven, especially recently, (laughs) I'm suddenly, like, appreciating Hungry Hounds a little more. Uh, Absolutely. Um, Okay, so your number one season. So then what are some of your highlights here? 
Um, boy, just listen to these. Phantom Cab, <laughs> Lonely Ghost, Laughing in the Dark, Twisted Claw, Super Specs, Nightly Neighbors, Prom Queen, Dark Music, Pinball Wizard. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like those are all extremely strong episodes. Yeah. Um, Wait, did you mention Captured Souls? No, I put that as my oh, your middle. middle. Your middle. Yeah. Okay. Super Specs? Uh, yeah, I love that. That, that was, that was one of mine. Yeah. Okay, so I think where we disagree mainly is on um, tw- Twisted Claws. Yeah, not one I, like. I really like that one. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, Super Specs is one I'm kind of in the middle on. Mm. And Lonely Ghost, I know this is not going to be um, uh, uh, a take that people like. Yeah. And in fact, Lonely Ghost was on my f- top five favorites. But the more I... Well, not the more. I rewatched it once since... <laughs> And it's just a little empty. Hmm. There's the cl- iconic room with the help yeah. me, and the ghost looks cool. Yeah. But if you just took that away, it would be a pretty. Bad <laughs> well, <episode. yeah. laughs> sure. I know, I know. <laughs> it does hinge on that. <laughs> um, um, it's just such a, a scary one, like a creepy one. Scared the heck out of me when uh, I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, I don't know, it's a really iconic, like, that room, it is, it's it hard is. to get that into your head, I don't me. know. Yeah, alright, you know, maybe I could have added on, but it still wouldn't have beat my number one season. Okay. Um, yeah, my, my iconic episode for this season was definitely Laughing in the Dark, it's my favorite yeah, episode. I had the same. Um, I wanted, I almost put Twisted Claw, and I had that in my top oh, five. Good. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to admit, like... Laughing in the Dark is hard to beat. I mean, it's one of the, like, top five, maybe, yeah. most iconic episodes yeah. of it. So it's hard for me to knock it. Anyway, it was my top. Yeah. What was what was close to it? Was anything real close? Like Yeah, Twisted Claw. I was, like, really trying That's to decide between them. <laughs> I just love the... I mean, it's the same old monkey paw story, I guess, but um, I just think they did it well. Okay. All the people that were in it were good. The lady was creepy. Okay. Um, I just can't believe that. <laughs> uh, for me, it's dark music's close. It's an episode I'd really like to talk talk about at some point. Um, but uh, I love dark music. That's one that it's... I just never cared that much about. I mean, I appreciate it more now, but uh, it is more toward the bottom of my favorite. Maybe we should do a dark music Twisted Claw versus. Hmm. They're both kind of about wishing. Yeah. A little bit about wishing Wish and getting fulfillment. Yeah, um, the uh, this season I, I I said that the um, best storyteller was uh, I th- I thought Betty Ann. Um, there's sure. a lot. Of, there's a lot. <laughs> they're not all going to be Betty Ann, but uh, a lot of them are. Um, she told Laughing in the Dark, which to mm. me just kind of seals it. But she also told Nightly Nightly Neighbors. Um, yeah. She did tell Sorcerer's Apprentice, which is not mm. the best, but. Uh, still pretty strong. I didn't. I didn't say anybody was the worst here because honestly, everybody has at least one good story. So this is, I f- there's two seasons here where I said nobody was the worst storyteller because there's. Uh, I, I think, in my opinion, there's two seasons that really have like a consistent spread out, um, spread out episodes of quality. Okay. Where, um, where there's not huge dips. What if you had to pick? Week, the worst. The worst storyteller? Yep. Well, I think I would go with... Um, give me a second to think here. Maybe Eric. Uh, uh, Eric. Wait a second. Why didn't I pick Eric? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, because he told Dark Music. Um, he tells Leprechaun and Dark Music. See, it's, mm. it's, it's so hard because they all have one really good story. What's the worst of the best stories, though? Well, Hungry Hounds is Kristen, but she also tells Prom Queen. Mm. So what do you do there? <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Uh, David has Lonely Ghost and Twisted So probably for me, David, it's mm. Lonely Ghost and Twisted Claw. Okay. He's probably my low guy. All right. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> but even still, not a bad season. All right. Uh, should we move on to season two? Yeah. Season two airs uh, 1992 to 1993. Here's a, a refresher on the episodes. It, this has the tale of the final wish, Midnight Madness, Locker 22, 13th Floor, Dream Machine, Dark Dragon, Whispering Walls, Frozen Ghost, Full Moon, Shiny Red Bicycle, Magician's Assistant, 
The Hatching and Old Man Corcoran. Yeah. Uh, where did you rank season two? Uh, I ranked it at number three. Um, it was very close, but uh, to getting a higher spot. But um, finally, I just it I just decided it had more ultimate, more really low points than um, some of the others. Yeah. Uh, I um, I felt like this was like kind of evenly distributed, actually, like between great episodes, low and middle, um, or a little more so than some of the other seasons. But uh, I mean, it's a great one. I'm right there with you. So I also ranked it third hmm. out of seven. Um, its high points are extremely high. Yeah, some of the highest, and its low points are. Pretty Ooh, low. I wonder what your lows are, because. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I well, I know for sure the episode that I think is worst mm. you'd disagree with, um, but uh, you know that, huh? Well, I probably I feel do. pretty sure because it was on my worst. Are you afraid of the dark list? And you were not pleased. Oh, okay. With its inclusion. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So what? What? What did you say is the low point for season um, for two? me? It was Dark Dragon. Now we've talked oh, about this yeah. episode. Sure. Uh, it just. You know, it's that same setup, mm-hmm. like somebody gets something that makes them supposedly a better person, but it turns out it breaks them down over time. Um, and I just thought this one, I actually thought this one worked worse than, um, what is it, The Vacant Lot. Yeah, yeah, we did, uh, well, Max and Melissa did that versus. Yeah, yeah. I think, didn't Dark Dragon win? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't know. It's just the same old story. I didn't love the makeup in it. It's just kind of a... Well, they hardly let you see anything. Yeah, yeah. They got this kind of cool design that uh, you have to squint to see yeah. in the shadows. We actually get a better shot of what he looks like in um, Ghastly Grinner, like this cardboard yeah. cutout then in <laughs> the episode. Call. Yeah, that's interesting. Um. Okay, yeah, my, my low one here is Locker 22. It's an episode yeah. I despise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, more of an after-school special than an Are You Afraid of the Dark, in my opinion. You yeah. know, a girl dies in a chemistry lab, and, you know, safety's yeah. important. <laughs> that one uh, just feels kind of creepy to me. Like, mm-hmm. they're always in the school. It's empty. Um, mm-hmm. The teacher's, like, very... If that's what you're looking for, just throw on some 15. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> Um, also down, I mean, third, I have a kind of special fondness for 13th floor. Yeah, but I also put that in <laughs> it's the bottom. There. Yeah. yeah. Um, now what about Final Wish with Bobcat Goldwave as um, the, uh, Sandman? I put it as one of my top episodes. Oh my lord. <laughs> That's inexcusable. Uh, I just really enjoy it, you know? I get it. It's not maybe the most technically sound episode, but, yeah. uh, it's an enjoyable one for me. There's two episodes in this season that I, like, can't remember for the life of me. Even though I know I've watched them, yeah. I can never really remember dr- what happens in Dream Machine. I know what oh. happens, but I can't remember the specifics of the yeah. episode. And the same thing with Magician's Assistant, which I know is a Sardo, yeah. but it's one that just doesn't stay with me. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I agree about Magician's Assistant. Um, I really like Dream Machine a lot. It's yeah. It is closer to middling but i it's got a great concept and the characters are really kind of like um almost cartoony yeah i don't know uh i for my bottom ones i was with i went with 13th floor dark dragon and whispering walls ah Um, see i have a little bit of a special spot for mm, whispering walls i don't know why (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's kind of boring to me i don't know yeah it's not well paced doesn't really make sense they're going back and forth. You're right. It doesn't make sense. You know, it's no, bit, it's, yeah, it's yeah. not very good. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to expend energy uh, defending it. Yeah. Another uh, kind of a lonely ghost-esque one for me is Frozen Ghost, mm. which is an episode that's iconic because of the I'm cold. Yeah. But if you took that out of the episode, it's really a long, it feels like a long episode about yeah. um, quarreling siblings and yeah. I give it a little credit for having Melissa Joan Hart. Sure. Uh, she's <laughs> a little more enjoyable to watch than a lot of the other kid actors. Yeah. Um, but I agree. It's kind of a 
nothing episode. Uh, I feel kind of the same way about Shiny Red Bicycle. Oh, that's uh, really a beloved episode. Oh, really? Yeah. It's in the same category for me. Okay. Of like, I, I don't hate it, but it's kind of a, it's a very down episode. Oh, it's a real downer. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't make me want. I don't want to rewatch it. I guess. Yeah. I, I can I can feel that. Uh, how about your higher tier episodes? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's some good ones in here. Midnight Madness, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Full Moon hatching old man corcoran i love all of those like amongst the best of the series um but ultimately i went with midnight madness of course yeah of course (laughs) uh but i love all those episodes um the hatching's great it's got a great monster yeah um and great setting full moon just i man i just love that whole feel of it yeah it's very goofy kind of um and old man corcoran i feel like doesn't maybe get as much credit as it deserves totally it's a a good reversal on the haunting tale that maybe you should see coming but as a kid you're unfamiliar with the twist of the person being dead not really being dead and um and playing out uh in the graveyard uh tag or whatever yeah it's just a great yeah it's a great setting yeah um in fact some of those top tier ones are just cool settings the hatching is kind of at this private school yeah. where nobody knows what's happening old man corcoran's in the graveyard uh, midnight madness in the movie theater that's a great setting um so yeah some some kind of cool ones even even the lesser like final wish to me is a lesser but it's kind of cool to go into that dream world uh 13th floor with the <laughs> empty floor yeah <laughs> where uh you know made into a toy factory kind of um so some fun stuff to play with here uh, yeah, but uh, Midnight Madness is my top episode for this season. Uh, I noted that there's really two, I think, all-stars on this mm. uh, season for storytelling. And maybe you could decide who you think here. Um, I had Frank as probably my top with Midnight Midnight Madness and Full Moon. Uh, but David, I thought, was real close with the hatching and uh, Shiny Red Bicycle. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, I would definitely go with Frank here. Yeah, but... I think so too. They're strong episodes, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even Shiny Red Bicycle, I'm, I'm being down on it, but it's right. like no, a it's very a... well put together episode. In season six and seven, mm. it's the best, I think, if you threw them in those seasons. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, absolutely, the to me, the worst storyteller, but you're going to, I think, maybe disagree, is Kristen, mm. um, who has Frozen Ghost, Locker 22, and Final Wish. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, it's not real strong, but I don't know if it's the worst. What's your worst episode of the season? Uh, Dark Dragon. Dark Dragon. So that's a da- that's a David tale, um, but you know he's got shiny red bicycle and uh, hatching. Oh yeah. Um, what? Who had Whispering Walls? Whispering Walls is a Betty Ann tale, unfortunately. Mm, <laughs> but she also gives us. Oh boy, it's a. Oh no, I think my I think my bias played in here. <laughs> She also tells the tale of 13th Floor, so maybe her. (laughs) That's it for the whole season? Yep. Wow. (laughs) That's pretty low. Whispering Walls. Okay. You know, I I, want to be be fair here, so it's probably Betty Ann. Yeah. That that is fair. She's had a lot of highs. I mean, jeez. Yeah, yeah. I I guess my hatred for Locker 22 and thinking that Frozen mm-hmm. Ghost is a snooze. <laughs> I guess it overweighed because I think 13th Floor is kind of goofy fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, thir- we talked about um, a couple weeks ago, we talked about uh, Season 7. Laser Maze reminds me a little bit of 13th Floor. And just yes. the, like, what's kind of happening here, but fun. <laughs> yeah. I think 13th Floor is a little more enjoyable yeah. to me. Yeah. I don't know why. But uh, I agree. Laser Maze just feels like they threw everything in it they could think of. <laughs> yeah. Like, like they didn't quite know about all technology, but like any idea of technology they had, they're like, we got to do this. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is going to be the episode. Mm. All right. Uh, any other thoughts on season two? No. All right. Let's move to season three. This aired from 1993 to 1994. And this includes the tale of The Midnight Ride, the tale of Apartment 214, Watcher's Woods, Phone Police, Dollmaker, Bookish Babysitter, Carve Stone, Guardian's Curse, 
Curious Camera, Dream Girl, Quicksilver, Crimson Clown, and Dangerous Soup. It's <laughs> it's a very strong season. Yes, it is. Um, I put it at number two. Okay. Uh, I I only had one episode in this season that I place in my bottom tier. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. So what's your? And you're bottom? not gonna like it. Um, I, I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> no, I think you already know what it is. Uh, oh, do you want... <laughs> is it two fourteen? Yep. Yo. Yep. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great episode. Um, it's okay. I think that it's actually gotten worse over the years. Um, mm. like less scary, and the whole premise of it just a little goofier than I remembered. Yeah. I um, know. I really don't want to rewatch it. Really? When I come when it comes back around, I oh. just feel like this is a depressing one, but even it's even like pushing it harder than makes sense i feel like mm. i i don't know what it is that i like about that episode i do think the acting's pretty good in it like the girl yes, is good agreed. the old lady's yeah. good uh even even the superintendent is kind of funny of the building <laughs> uh yeah i don't know it is a downer it's a bit of a downer episode mm. and it takes a long time to get to its climax um I don't know. It just holds a spot in my heart. Yeah, I know. I know. I like apartment building episodes, maybe. Okay. I'm trying to figure out. I like that, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I like things about it. (laughs) So that is your bottom. Yeah, that's my bottom. Anything else close there? No. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No. All right. Well, I hate hate Midnight Ride. I knew you were going to guess that. Uh, Yeah, I can understand that. But it's a middling one to me. I feel like it's kind of fun. It feels lighthearted ish mm-hmm. um i don't know i like the kid i don't even love the story of um the headless horseman that much but i like this so yeah it's i don't know i i guess i never just loved the story of sleepy hollow so mm. uh, yeah this type of adaptation would have i think it just bored me um this is my favorite season though uh, this is wow. my number one. Okay. Uh, I said nine episodes here to me are very rewatchable. I had eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, so close. Uh, I, I would probably not include um, Car- uh, Carvestone. It's just not one of my favorites. It's... Ooh, man. I know you don't like that one, and I'm not sure why. <laughs> it's just, it's got a great, weird story. I'm not, that bad guy doesn't do it for me. Really? Yeah. Oh, that bad, that bad guy creeped me out as a kid. <laughs> it's like if this guy was coming after me, I'd be kind of freaked yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, all right. Got a uh, cool concept. The effects are cool. Man. Yeah. It's well paced. <laughs> okay. One thing that always stuck with me about that is I always, it like as a kid, I always thought, man, what if you took a video game to the past? And like how... You know, that, as a kid, just, like, was an incredible idea. Yeah, it's... I mean, they didn't exactly do that, but still <laughs> got my mind racing, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, my low points, Midnight Midnight Rider. What are, what are some of your kind of middling episodes? Because I think there's a couple here. Yeah. Um, besides Midnight Ride, Watcher's Woods, yeah. Guardian's Curse, yep. and Curious Camera. Yes, Curious Camera... It's still kind of a fun episode, though. Yes, agreed. It's stupid, but it's fun. Yeah. Um, I feel very similar to oh, about it as I do to the Twilight Zone, um, a most yeah, unusual camera. most unusual camera. It's like, I don't hate it. It's very goofy, but it's not top tier. Correct. Yeah. That's a good comparison for the three people out there who might <laughs> yeah. not. Um, yeah, Curious Camera's a little bit of fun. A Guardian's Curse, of course, you got a shout out just because uh, Danny Cooksey, yeah. a.k.a. Budden, yeah. is <laughs> doing his thing with zombies. Um, you know, uh, I believe it's, um, what's it called? Mummy? A mummy. Oh, thank you. It, it, you're absolutely right. It is, uh... Similar creatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's definitely a mummy. Um, so what are some of your top tier episodes? Oh, man. There's a bunch. Phone Police, Dollmaker, Bookish Babysitter, Carved Stone for me, Uh, Dream Girl, Quicksilver, Crimson Clown, Dangerous Soup. um, Finishing the season with Dream Girl, Quicksilver, Crimson Clown, Dangerous Soup is a real knockout punch. That is nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the best ending of any season, I think. Yeah. 
Um, and DJ McHale writes on a couple of these. Um, not all of them, oddly enough, but uh, he, he writes Midnight Ride. Uh, he Very writes good. Guardian's Curse. Um, and he writes Dangerous Soup. Mm. Um, he also directs Dangerous Soup. Uh, yeah. I, I can tell. <laughs> so your absolute best episode of the season? Um, yeah, this was a tough one for me, but I finally decided to go with the one that, for me, is just pure enjoyment to rewatch, which is Phone Police. Wow! <laughs> I would have never guessed that. I just love it. Uh, something about it. Every Everything you, about it. Have you watched it recently? Fair, recently enough. Okay, okay. To know. Okay. okay. Um, I love, like, the idea of the phone jail area. It's, it's so yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> um, Billy Baxter being trapped in that cell back there by himself. <laughs> and he can only accept phone calls. Um, it's just a wonderful episode. It's got a great feel to it. I love the twist, like that their whole lives disappear once they're in the phone jail. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Um, do you ever sometimes link, uh, phone police and, um, pinball wizard in your Hmm. head? I feel like some reason they're like a pair to me. I see. I'm not really, but... I can see that. There's a couple of old guys. Yeah. Um, They're trapped in a piece of yeah, technology, techno- seemingly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, I went with Dream Girl uh, as wow. the highlight oh, of the yeah, season. Yeah, of I just course. It's a perfectly crafted episode, and uh, really, what I think what we found on this podcast is holds up to rewatch. Um, yeah. So. It's probably technically the best mm-hmm. episode. Um, man. No, I, I can appreciate you going with... Uh, with um, uh, phone police, I you know if I was going like guilty pleasure, I probably would have gone uh the hatching. Mm. But you know, Midnight Madness Wait, is uh, just too good. No, I'm okay. saying for like other oh, seasons, oh, see, like my guilty pleasures are. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of art. Are you afraid of the dark guilty pleasures? Yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, I went with I guess the technical one here. Um, I I said Betty Ann. I thought was the best storyteller this season. She tells doll maker, bookish mm. babysitter, and curious camera. Those are very good. Uh, pretty good trio. Um, and I said nobody is the weak link here again. I think everybody has an episode that they can kind of be proud of. Okay. Is there an episode you you feel like uh, you want to double check someone on? Um, well, yeah, 214. I'd like to know who <laughs> what <laughs> two, the other stories are, two, too. 214 is Kiki, uh, and she's also responsible for Quicksilver. Mm, that's very it. good. Yeah, Quicksilver and 214. Oh, that's it? Wow. Which to me is good, but... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, We had um, we had Tucker. Tucker to me does not have a great season. Uh, He's Guardians Curse, uh, uh, Midnight Ride, but he does have Phone Police in there. Uh, Ah. And does elevate. (laughs) Um, You know, we haven't talked much about Dollmaker, but yeah, very good, very weird episode. Yes, it is, and it's um, it's one of the few from before we started the podcast. So I think it's fair to say that neither in you neither you or I were obsessed with 90s Nickelodeon prior to starting this podcast, but we like to talk about it. Yeah. And Dollmaker was one of those episodes before knowing I'd be doing a podcast mm. about 90s Nickelodeon that I I thought a lot about. Yeah. yeah. Um it's really one of those ones that like stuck in your brain. Yeah. And me. very uh striking visuals yeah. uh, inside the dollhouse and her becoming a doll, very interesting and weird. Even the door in the attic. Oh, just, yeah. Um, that's a great... And right, there's the vanishing kind of door. Or like, Yeah. It's sh- like the door leads to yeah, nowhere. Right. Or like outside the house, but leads to... I've always loved that concept yeah. of the door that... The mystery door. Yeah, yeah. You know, that can just really serve multiple functions. That is a great episode. We'll see how you feel about the other mystery door coming up when we get there. <laughs> well dark dragons or i'm sorry not dark dragon uh dark music somewhat of a mm, mystery yeah. door episode so um okay should we move to season four yeah all right season four airs from 94 to 95 this includes the tale of the renegade virus long ago locket water demons cutter's treasure part one and two quiet librarian silent servant room for rent ghastly grinner fire ghost closet keepers unfinished painting and train magic 
Man, um, you want to know where I put it? I do. I'm. I think we're gonna be off on this one, but I. I went back and forth on fourth and fifth place. They're very close. And I finally put this at number four. I did too. Oh, nice. Um, There's only two episodes that I put in the bottom tier. Hmm. I mean, it's got to be long ago, Lockett. Yep. And I don't know. There's some stinkers. Uh... (laughs) I think there's one more that's like... Room for rent? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not, uh, not a just, memorable episode. No. Um, but besides that, it's like, it's pretty strong. Has a lot of middle tier ones for me. Yes, um, a lot of middle tier. But the upper tier ones are like really great. So anyways, before we get to them, what are some of your middle? Um, yeah, Water Demons, uh, Quiet Librarian, Silent Servant. Oh, really? Quiet Librarian's lower? Yeah. T- uh, middle? middle? Middle. Oh, no. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fire Ghost, Closet Keepers, and Train Magic. Fire Ghost is like the definition of a middle yes. episode. Yeah. the dark episode. <laughs> there, it feels like an episode that should not work on any level. It's totally <laughs> stupid. The villain looks stupid. His purpose is stupid. It's a stupid, stupid episode that is still kind of fun to watch. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I kind of like the villain. I mean... Yeah, he's a fire ghost. You know, yeah, he's all burnt <laughs> up, kind of scary looking. Uh, the idea of, like, he comes out when you look into the flame is kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Closet Keepers and Unfinished Painting, same thing. Train Magic, same thing. Just very, um, yeah. they're not good television necessarily, but there's something they're, that kind of keeps you interested. Yes. Yeah, there's definitely some magic to them. Yeah. yeah. Some train magic. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so what are your, what's your top tier here? Well, um... Oh, at the, I, I should uh, say my, my worst is long ago, lock it by a mile. Oh, okay. Um, I actually decided on room for rent oh, as my okay. worst. Huh. Uh, I just, long ago lock it has the advantage of having, um, the Boy Meets World, uh, <laughs> yeah, brother Eric, in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a, pretty fun to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Room for Rent's another one of those ghosts. These like particular ghost episodes about like a lost love feel are usually in the bottom tier for me. Agreed. They're just like I don't know. They're just kind of tedious. I feel like and <laughs> yeah, like why I don't know. I I can appreciate the sentiment, but they don't work usually for me. And for me either. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then what is your yeah um, best? Well, I decided on uh, Ghastly Grinner for my top episode. Um, Renegade Virus was very close. Yeah, it's one of those guilty pleasures. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Ghastly Grinner. I loved it as a kid, and it's still great now. Um, I also consider toward the bottom of the better tier... I consider unfinished painting and Cutter's Treasure. Hmm. Ooh. Um, I know you don't like Cutter's Treasure. You hate the <laughs> multi-part episodes. Uh, <laughs> but I like seeing Sardo and Vink together briefly. Very briefly. Um, and it's it's an item-heavy episode or episodes, which I really like. Um, so it, you know, it almost makes it there. But it's not nearly as good as Gasligarin or, or Renegade Virus. No, no, no. Um, yeah, my, my top three here would be a Quiet... I like Quiet Librarian mm. a whole lot. Um, so Quiet Librarian, Renegade Virus, and then uh, Ghastly Grinner, without a doubt. Yeah. And, uh, I think holds this season from sinking to five yeah. or six even. Uh, maybe not six, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely holds it from going to number five. Yeah, um, Quiet Librarian's actually one of those ones that I've watched recently and hasn't held up as well. What? I watched it like last year and I loved oh. it. <laughs> With the, just with the little uh, laser that, noise. That I love it. That oh, noise. I love it. It really just agitates her. <laughs> she does the quick spin. Uh, it just didn't seem as effective as I thought it was when I was a kid. Like, when I was a kid, it was really creepy. I was like, this librarian's Yeah, she's really got a nightmare. Of kids reading with cowboys on them. It is freakish. <laughs> but now it feels a little less serious. Hmm. Uh. Okay. Um, well, yeah, Ghastly Grinner was, was top tier for me. Um I'd say, I, oh boy, um, I said the best storyteller was Betty Ann again. Uh, she had um, Ghastly Grinner, 
and Silent Servant. And mm-hmm. I said that no one, in my opinion, had multiple great episodes. So uh, I took huh. the person with the best episode. Uh, I said Frank here is definitely our stinker with Train Magic Whoa. and Cutter's Treasure. Mm. But uh, you, you're free to inquire. Who had Long Ago Locket? Long Ago Locket was Sam. Uh, and Sam also had... Oh. Silence her. No, it's... Oh. Uh, <laughs> Room for rent. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's got to I mean, be Sam. I mean, come on. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. It's got to be Sam. So, okay. Frank. Frank's off the hook this time. Uh, we'll say Sam's yeah. the worst storyteller of the season. Um, okay. I, I'd be shocked if our the rest of our order wasn't right in line with each yeah. other, but uh, we, we'll find out. So um, season five here airs from 1995 to 1996. It's the last of what we call the original run, yeah. uh, and it includes the tale of Dead Man's Float, Station 109.1, Mystical Mirror, uh, Chameleons, Prisoner's Past, C7, Manaha, (laughs) Unexpected Visitor, Vacant Lot, Door Unlocked, and Night Shift. Oh, I'm sorry. And Jagged Sign and Badge. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Season five. Um, Mm -hmm. I put it at number five. Same. Uh, I think... I think it has some really strong ones, but I could feel the cracks forming, like starting to go downhill a little bit. For here. sure, for sure. Um, so some of my bottom tier episodes include Prisoners Past, Jagged Sign, and Badge. Uh, just ones that <laughs> there's very little redeeming about them. I feel like. The creature in Badge is at least cool to look at. Yeah, it's very creepy. His eyes are really scary. But simultaneously, like, not the greatest effects. Not the greatest. And also, his motive is very confusing. Yes. Um, You're you're not totally sure why to be scared. I guess you are, but I don't know. Agreed. A Jagged Sign is one of, I think, the worst of the series. Uh, What was your other one? Prisoner's Past. Another one of those where... It kind of seems like it should be good, but it's just a snooze. Yeah. That's one that rewatching, I was really like, oh man, this one, <laughs> nothing happens practically. Yeah. And then we have, this is the season where I'd say we have a lot of strange episodes. So Chameleons stands out to me yeah. as a kind of strange episode that the T and Tamara thing is probably why people remember it at all. Yeah. Though uh, I consider that one of the best of the season. Oh yeah. Um, okay. I think it's, I, I don't dislike it. It's just weird. Uh, as a kid, it was very memorable. Like yeah. one of the ones that I knew by heart, kind of. Wow. Okay. Um, just I don't. I feel for some reason in my head, I liken the um, atmosphere of it to Quicksilver. Hmm. Like something about the feel of like the the evil force. I guess. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I just really like the episode. It's weird. Okay. I also had a uh, Manaha as a very strange episode. Yes, very. <laughs> uh, a, you know that deals, of course, with a you know a camping expedition where there's a monster, uh, a shot. I don't know how to describe this. Uh, a Native American yeah, yeah. beast in the woods. Oh, know. you think it? I thought it was supposed to be kind of like a Bigfoot type. Thing, yeah. Okay. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And there's also a Native American like shaman type guy that's like. I don't know, trying to steer the kids in the right direction, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Uh, you also have unexpected visitors here, which is the uh, two boys who accidentally contact alien life yeah. with their dad's computer. <laughs> kind of a silly episode, yeah. but strange. Um, Door Unlocked is, an, is one that I don't dislike, but it's another one that I kind of struggle to remember the details of. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Uh, I think my favorite part about it is the concept of this mini door. Yeah. It's just weird. It, it is. It's a fun concept, but I can't remember a lot about yeah, it. Yeah. Um. So those are all kind of like they're not bad to me, but they're yeah. um, jagged sign to me is the low point. But those are all kind of strange episodes. Uh, yeah, jagged sign was also my low point. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird season. It is definitely. Um, I had two here that I was really in between. Um, I mean, there's one I think I'll go with. But what was your top? For me, it was definitely Dead Man's Float. Okay. Like, I mean, uh, just the standout episode, I think. When in the, when this came back with that as the first episode, I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, this thing is taken off. I feel like um, the Dead Man's Float 
pool monster yeah. and uh, night shift uh the 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 kind of vampire, mm, yeah. the green vampire from Night Shift, those are two of the more memorable all-time yes. villains from definitely. the show. So uh, definitely keeps it from falling deeper into the 6-7 pit. Yeah. Um, I ultimately went with the tale of 109.1 uh, as my favorite tale. Yeah. I like Dead Man's Float, but it's another one of those ones that just... I really feel the length of the episode... Uh, oh, okay. You don't meet that monster until like minute 15 or something. It's just, takes a long time to meet him. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, Um, And I I love me, of course, some uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Yes, I love (laughs) 109.1, but it hinges on Gilbert Gottfried, I feel like. Oh, Um, and a young uh, Ryan Gosling just stealing the show. Actually, it's a great episode all around. Um, But if it didn't have Gilbert Gottfried, it had a less interesting guy, it would take it down a notch. Yeah. Um, But I do, it's one of the few that explores the afterlife. Yes, that is cool. Maybe the only... Is there other episodes that I, I mean, there's well, ghosts, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. but actually takes you into yes, the yeah. afterlife world. I think so. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a very good one. Yeah. Very but I, I would say Dead Man's Float, 109.1. You have a night shift up there? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's, it's toward the lower of the better episodes for me. Like, yeah. I feel but, like it's got strong. But for this season, yes, yes, it's kind it's of a strong good. one. Yeah. Um, Okay, so for storytellers, I said that I thought Stig. Oh. It's not even a question. Uh, Stig float. tells Dead Man's Float and 109.1. Oh, wow. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you know, He's the only storyteller probably with a ca- perfect... Yeah. Uh, I've, let me double check myself here, but I think those are the only two stories he tells that season. Yep, that's it. Um, so pretty good. I said that uh, the person here I thought had the worst season was Tucker. Who had the tale of the Manaha and Prisoner's Past. Mm. Uh, yeah, not a very, sure. Not very good. Who had Jagged Sun? That would be Kiki, who oh. also told the tale of the vacant lot, mm. Unexpected Visitors. Um, so I thought, okay. you know, those were a little stronger than Prisoner's Past and Manaha. Yeah. I mean, I know we like to kind of laugh with, about Manaha, but it's not technically a very satisfying episode. Um, yeah, it's not amazing. It's like <clears throat> Bigfoot Ridge territory, though a little better, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, better? Yeah. Oh, oh I, I like the Manaha oh, better. Oh, no, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I'd rather watch Bigfoot Ridge. Ooh. I'm, it's the Manaha. We don't have enough time for all these verses, but yeah. that would also be a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it has is that line. It's the Manaha. <laughs> uh, okay, so season six airs uh, only in 1999. It's the rebirth of the Midnight Society with Tucker as uh, the head honcho. Yeah. Uh, we, we have a new gang here. We've been talking about them this whole last month. Uh, so this season includes Tale of the Forever Game, Gruesome Gourmets, Zombie Dice, Misfortune Cookie, Jake the Snake, Virtual Pets, The Hunted, Wisdom Glass, Walking Shadow, Oblivion, Vampire Town, Secret Admirer, Bigfoot Ridge. Yeah. Um, you know, I just have one last thought about season five. Uh, worst ending of a season. Um I think maybe overall. Uh it's jagged sign and badge at the end. Ooh. That is, that is a bad ending. Um yeah, you would I would even take Bigfoot Ridge as ending <laughs> season six over either of those, I think. In season seven, I the the last two episodes of season seven are some of my favorites in that season. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bad ending. Yeah. Good call. Okay. Um Season six, uh, season some six. Of your uh, ones. Yeah, I put it. I put season six at number six. Yep. Um, we've talked about a lot of these, but I'll just throw my bad ones at you. Sure. Gruesome gourmets. Nope. Misfortune cookie. Yes. Virtual pets. Yes. Haunted. Yes. And secret admirer. Yes. <laughs> Every we're we're in full agreement except for gruesome gourmets. <laughs> um, Misfortune cookie is um, not the worst episode ever of Are You for the Dark, but it's down there for me. Um, you mentioned, uh, virtual pets. It's just a nothing kind of episode. Uh, the hunted is also kind of, boy, a different tier of terrible. It's, there's almost four tiers of, yes, maybe five tiers of (laughs) our There's classic, pretty good, strange, (laughs) bad, and beyond bad like just uh different uh, it seems like it should be a different show altogether i almost feel i feel like i think of them as boring i tend okay. to think of it interesting um, okay 
maybe that's not the best descriptor, but just like they're more like a teen drama than mm. than a scary story for sure. The Hunted fits into that. Yeah. Um, I think Walking Shadow kind. I know you like that one more. Oh, uh, yeah, Secret yeah. of Meyer definitely falls into that. Um, okay, so yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Misfortune Cookie for me is way down there. Um, really don't like Secret of Meyer or The Hunted. Um, virtual pets. Those are kind of the ones yeah. that stand out as really bad. Um, um, so we talked about our worst. Uh, yeah. Mine remains gruesome gourmets. Okay. Uh, Boy, <laughs> unmovable. No. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> um, okay. Mine is Misfortune Cookie. Mm. Uh, we, we talked about that recently. Um, I guess we don't have to go too deep here. Uh, your favorite? Yeah. Uh, my favorite is Oblivion by A Mile. Wow. Okay, it's my number two. It's not wow, like a, what's your number one? Vampire Town. We talked about oh, this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a total middling episode no, to me. No, 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 yeah. no, no. I want you to restart it and in your head go X Files for kids. <laughs> okay. Um, this uh, this season, I said the best storyteller, which you're going to disagree with, is Quinn. <laughs> Uh, because he told Vampire Town and Wisdom Glass, an episode uh, that I really liked. Um, I mean, those were okay. Yeah, but middling ones for me. But if your number one is Oblivion, that would probably make Tucker um, your favorite <sighs> storyteller. He also, be. he also tells Bigfoot Ridge, uh, and he tells Jake the Snake. I think Jake the Snake, <laughs> and he tells Forever Game. Boy. Oh, jeez. I mean, yeah, it's hard to beat that. It is hard to beat that. It's really for me. Then it would be close between Quinn and Tucker. But those are definitely. The highlights and then andy is just handed the worst uh <laughs> this is the worst storytelling season of anyone on any season of are you afraid of the dark as he turns in misfortune cookie in the hunted uh, um that is just a brutal slate yeah. but if you i know you want to know uh megan told the tale of the gruesome gourmets <laughs> uh and she's also the storyteller behind um walking shadow which is yeah. one i did not like but i think you did yeah um and she, just, also, she also tells Secret of Meyer, so not a very good season for her yeah. either. I think Walking Shadow is one of the stronger ones of this season. Boy, I, it's news. I, I can, I, I can kind of understand that. It's just done so well compared to most of this season. It's All like, right. wow, this episode is like paced normally, and Jay Baruchel's in it, and geez, there's, oh, there's a ghost. But paced normally? That's good for this season. No, 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 no. <laughs> then Gruesome Gourmets pays perfect. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you can't even talk about pacing because if you what's just... happening is so bad. Interesting. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the worst season of Are You Afraid of the yeah. Dark? This is season seven. Uh, yep. airs in 2000. This includes both, oh, I'm sorry, not both, all three tales of the Silver Sight, uh, Lunar Locusts, Stone Maiden, Highway 13, The Reanimator, Time Trap, Photo Finish, Last Dance, Laser Maze, Many Faces, and Night Nurse. Yeah. And it's was it close for you between six and seven or not? Um, I actually had more bottom episodes in season six. Hmm. But when I'm looking over them, I'm just like, I don't want to watch <laughs> most of season seven again. Definitely. Even the middling episodes are like... They're all lower versions of the tears. Yes. An episode that really defines what season seven is to me is Reanimator, mm. which is an episode that I liked. Yeah. Should have been much better. And ultimately, if it were in any other season, would probably be lower tier. Yes. You know what I mean? It just yes. It's an episode that should have been amazing and somehow still felt like a slog. Yeah. Agreed. Um yeah, I mean, that's great. I also feel like, I guess for me, I felt like Highway 13 is a good example of this season. Weird. Just like, Just... totally, almost aimless. Yes. Uh, ends very strange and anticlimactically. It's just like, it feels... The uh, actors barely want to be there. Yeah, it feels kind of as though they, maybe DJ McHale not maybe being in the room as much hurt. Yeah, oh yeah. Since his whole philosophy was, well, what's going on with the kid? These felt like episodes where they didn't really care what was happening with the yeah. kids. It was just, what's the thing? What's the gimmick? Yes. And uh, some people could... Haunted cars, certainly a gimmick. Yeah, yeah. Some people were obviously just better at fleshing out that gimmick than others. Yes, definitely. 
so some what are some of your worst here just to refresh uh yeah um well stone maiden <laughs> nope uh highway 13 <laughs> last dance and laser maze yeah boy i i probably as time goes on i think my soft spot for laser maze will grow I, I don't know. I thought that. And then I rewatched it and I was like, no, this is just mm. not fun. <laughs> okay. It's <just> shockingly. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, well, I'm well on record. I really don't like the Silver Sight trilogy. So those are kind of down there for me, which is, you know, a huge chunk of the season. Yeah. Uh, so that's a problem if you don't like those episodes. Um, otherwise, Last Dance is it almost deserves its own tier for both being an absolute monstrosity and so strange. I can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It it's awful. just doesn't feel good to watch <laughs> it at all. Like any part of it. Yeah. Uh, I feel as though I'm being attacked by the show. <laughs> <laughs> this one even, man, if it didn't get quite as weird, it would feel like the definitive after school special, but it gets so like, crazy and in not a good way no it just no, no. gets crazy and uh i don't know it heightened yes it's like the, the uh, scenario heightens within five minutes and you're supposed to be invested yeah i don't know any of these people and certainly i'm not cheering for the guy who's demanding this girl yeah. play for him I don't, yeah it's weird um we talked about time trap last week uh so if you missed that episode definitely go back and check that out um, what are your middle ones here? Uh, Lunar Locusts, yeah. Reanimator, yep. Many Faces, and Night Nurse. Yeah. Um, all episodes that, like, had something really strong about it, yeah. but just couldn't quite pull it all together. Yeah, not perfect. Yeah. Totally. So what's your, what's your highlight? Um, my highlight is, of course, oh, well, my bottom is, uh, Stone Maiden still. It uh, remains. Last? Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Even seriously considering Last Dance? Yes. I just hate... Like, Last Dance has the benefit of being so insane that, like, there's a morbid aspect to watching it. But Stone Maiden is just boring, slow. It doesn't make any sense. There's unnecessary characters. Everything about it is just bad. Well, I want to give a special shout-out to one of our listeners who uh, reached out loves uh this is from our old buddy antho who said loved stone <laughs> it gives me my inspiration for my cemetery photos love the whole statue concept <sighs> okay i mean i antho gets it <laughs> you know what i like the concept but that's it that's the only thing i can stand about it okay i wish they would have done more with the concept okay uh i said um photo finish was my top tier episode here oh yeah, yeah. agreed yeah. Same for me. Uh, Very good. By far, just just a s- solid, yeah. really made Start episode. Finish, yeah. It feels like it would fit in one of the earlier seasons. For sure. Um, I said Vange is our best storyteller this season with Night Nurse and Many Faces. Mm. Although I'm sure you know, you'd know you go with, uh, what's his name, uh, the 1937? Gene. Gene, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And I said Tucker is our worst, but I think, again, you'd disagree here he tells us laser maze and time trap uh as, and as you mm. heard from last week i'm not a Who huge told fan of photo time finish trap. well photo finish is great yeah oh uh, i'm just i'm <laughs> just comparing him uh photo finish is andy but uh, andy is also last dance yeah it's that's not tough. possible that's... <laughs> no that's, it can't be andy <laughs> uh anybody else you want to try out uh, here? not really i mean unless somebody had reanimator uh, and lunar locusts uh, like that could re-anim- possibly be reanimator is Quinn and but lunar locus is Megan mm. um yeah yeah nobody just has a great season yeah that's a good that's great though that's like a good summation of this season is the best storyteller was right in the middle right night the, nurse in many faces yeah yeah, yeah. didn't totally botch it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right well there's our definitive ranking of uh seasons one through seven yeah boy. uh to take a look at yeah definitely uh we heard from some of you in particular uh ethan here emailed us with his thoughts about are you afraid of the dark season six 
He says, hey guys, uh, great episode. Love that you guys are delving in the, into the notorious Tucker years of Are You Afraid of the Dark? I think season six holds its own against some seasons in the original run. However, season seven is probably the worst of the series. As for season six, here's here's my top five. Number five, Vampire Town. Wow, okay. Four, nice. Oblivion. Wow. Three, Zombie Dice. Nice. Number what? two... Gruesome Gourmets. It <laughs> <laughs> was good up until that. Oh, and number one, Forever Game. Yeah. Um, he says, and I definitely agree with Joey that Misfortune Co- Cookie is the worst thing about this season. Personally, I think it's the worst Are You Afraid of the Dark episode in the entire series and possibly maybe the worst thing 90s Nickelodeon ever <laughs> produced. Yeah. Uh, as an aside, the Macbeth superstition is definitely a real thing. Uh, he's referring to Walking Shadow. Uh, when I was a senior in high school, me and some of my non-theater friends decided to do the musical for fun. One day, for my own amusement, I decided to test this theory by saying Macbeth really loud during a rehearsal. The theater department regulars were furious, reacting the exact same way the old lady did in The Tale of Walking Shadow, even leading to myself and one of the stars of the play to nearly come to blows over my refusal to spin around three times like everyone was requesting me to do. Jeez. Anyway, I'm, I love. <laughs> I'm on your side. Yeah, <laughs> everybody, chill out. All right, I, I don't think Shakespeare cares. Yeah. Uh, anyway, love this episode and hope to see you guys rank some of the earlier seasons in the future as well. Your friend Ethan. Nice. Yeah, thanks, Ethan. Uh, a couple people actually reached out to us about liking us ranking seasons, uh. just the episodes, and. Um, you know, I put out a question there as to what people are interested in. We definitely got some suggestions, I think, that are worth pursuing, especially considering the fact we're just never going to get around to a yeah. lot of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, this might be a really concise way of talking a little yeah. bit about each thing definitely. and, um, you know, covering our bases. Yeah. Um, Salute Your Shorts really tickles mm. my interest. Uh, and so does, you know, Season 1 of Rugrats is one that I would maybe that would like be to take a stroll down. Yeah. Um, you know, people mentioned Clarissa and Harold Seasons of Doug, so could be a fun kind of way to pursue. Yeah. Considering we're just not going to do this forever, and uh, fun to talk about yeah. as much as possible. Um, but uh, that wraps up this episode. What are we doing next time? Uh, next time we're talking our year in review, 1997. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? I don't specifically know anything about 1997 right now without looking um what comes to my head when i think about 1987 the indians went to the world series that year hmm. um i'm sure there's some good stuff there's some good stuff there's a movie i just don't want to you know <laughs> oh, spoil it now. <laughs> okay. um you know I, we'll have to see if there's any uh michael keaton cloning movies. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, that'll be really fun. We are, I think we're going to take a little bit of time off here, but we'll be back with, of course, uh, all our year in reviews are giant. So uh, we'll come back with that big episode. Um, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, we are on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We are on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us as Ethan did at Orange Couch Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can hear us on Podbean and iTunes, leave us a review. Um, shout out to our newest reviewer who left us five stars, Spiderweb. Nice. Uh, we really appreciate that. And uh, in his review, he asked that we review more Invader Zim episodes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Um, you might be more compelled than I am. Yeah, I mean, and it's right on the edge of uh, the decade. Um, yeah. Like I think it came out in 2000. Yeah. If I remember correctly. I mean, we've 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 shown some leniency. Yeah. Um. um well, maybe. <laughs> But, uh, okay, well, that wraps this one up. Yeah, um, we'll see you guys in 97.
Kevin, what's uh, what's Eric's real name? Will Friedel, I think. What? Will Friedel. Oh, Friedel. Friedel. Will Friedel. Oh, Friedel. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um. 